0: Hello and welcome to our very first episode of Moonchild Musings for our 2020 year. My name is Kylie Virtue, and I'm here um, to act as your guide and to just give you a space to take some time and get a little introspective um, and maybe think a little bit differently than maybe we have in the past. Um. I hope everybody had a wonderful new year and holiday season. Um, I don't know about you, but I definitely feel a little exhausted after the holidays um, because the energy output is just a lot and there's a lot going on. There's a lot of stimulation. There's a lot of eating. Um... I would say being six months pregnant and having Christmas time is um, <laughs> is interesting because I'm definitely eating more than I normally would. Um, so we're both taking things in physically and um, both uh, emotionally, spiritually. Sometimes it can be a very stressful time for people, um, you know, and not necessarily restorative. Um, but I really do hope that you are able to find some times of um relaxation and some times to just chill out, um, maybe get organized. I always like to um take some time and really kind of organize and get ready. Like for me right now, with the baby coming, everything is around the baby <laughs> um in terms of organization and getting ready. Um so it's you know it's easy to get overwhelmed and to get low really quickly. Um and so today's episode I wanted to do I actually used the word or this phrase already something about energy output. Um and I'm going to be titling this episode the ultimate form of self-care. Um because you hear a lot especially around um like winter time about self-care. And maybe you have self-care practices already maybe you're like what the heck is self-care um us yoga instructors uh, and anyone in this sort of wellness field definitely talk about self-care a lot um you know technically speaking self-care could be practiced through yoga and meditation self-care is really important Um, it can be really simple it can be taking some time away from your phone it can be taking a bath it can be going for a run it can be drawing or writing or even cleaning for some people like the act of organizing is um, a really healthy form of self-care um, I think it's important with self-care to um, really not um, put yourself in a box and say like okay self-care is taking a bath lighting a candle and you know for some people that's just not self-care and um, So really finding what works for you is important, Um, but what this episode is more about is the idea of how we can actively um, have self-care even in the outside world, even when we're not home and we're kind of, self-care is a little bit easier because we're away from um, all of the other stressors and stimulations and things like that. That's not to say that home doesn't have stressors as well, but how can we incorporate self-care in our entirety of our life and how can we do it a little differently than uh, something as simple as taking a bath? Um, How can we have it just be a lifestyle? So um, the idea of energy output has been something that I've been working with for quite some time and anybody that struggles with Um, an overactive mind um, or that gets lost in stress or worry, which I know is a lot of people, Um, you know, energy output work is really, really important as well as self-care. And what I mean by this is especially when we come from a place where we are um, overly caring, overly loving, um, we think And analyze every situation Um, we're overthinking at all times Um, if this is sounding like you then this is definitely for you Um, and even if there's just a little piece of it that sounds like you um, everybody can benefit from an energy output um, session So when we are that way, when we are feeling other people's energy, when we are spending our energy on thinking about other people's reactions, when we are affected by other people's decisions, um, you know, and we react. So even like a really simple thing that you can think about is, you know, when you're driving down the road and you have someone cut you off, and you react, and you yell at them, and you get all angry, you can feel yourself get heated, you swear at them, whatever. This is a really simple, simplistic way of looking at energy output. So realistically, us yelling and getting angry, or even just having some sort of reaction, we are wasting our energy, because really, we don't need to be getting... Ha- angry at that person having a reaction. First of all, that person doesn't even know we are reacting. And secondly, all we're doing is spending out our energy in a place that is not fulfilling. Um, So that's a really simplistic way of looking at it. Another way of looking at it is we're in a workplace and we have someone that rubs us the wrong way. Um, And we're constantly thinking about what they're doing, what they're saying. We are obsessing about what they've done. Um, what they haven't done, and our energy, so our reserved amount of energy for that day is just going into this, and again, that's not helping the situation, that's not helping us, that's spending our energy in a place that's unfulfilling for us, and I think it's something that we we do as humans totally unconsciously, and I myself was doing all of the time, um, and wondering why I was having a hard time finding energy for other things or why I was feeling so depleted or why I was feeling depressed or anxious or stressed or worried. And when we're spending all of our energy in these places, <laughs> we, we have to wonder, well, no wonder we feel this way, right? Um, and also another part of my journey with energy output Is an interesting one because I think um, we all struggle with this. So um, I've had many sort of career changes and changes in what I do with my work, um, all things that I have chosen, Um, but I think like anyone I'm always looking for that thing that's going to make me feel better that thing that's going to make me feel okay. It's like I finally got there, you know, that thing that we're all working towards, whatever it is. Once I get this, once I get married, I'm going to feel this. Once I have a child, I'm going to feel this. Once I have that career, I'm going to feel this. Once I have that house, I'm going to feel this. And unfortunately, what happens, and this is why we all end up being (laughs) stressed and depressed and, you know, how we have vices and how we struggle is that we get that thing and then we either don't feel as fulfilled as we thought we would or we realize that there's so much more to life than just that thing and we want something else. And it's just this continual, never-ending cycle of feeling like, you know, what's the next thing? Or once I'm out of this position, I'm going to be better. Once I'm there, I will feel better. Instead of looking at what we currently have And currently looking at our situation and seeing what we do have, it's that whole idea of gratitude, right? It's that whole idea of sitting with, like, the whole idea of the quote of, like, uh, I can't think of the quote exactly, but basically, like, you already have everything that that you need. And that quote used to frustrate the heck out of me because for me, especially as, like, a fire sign who wants to just be going, moving, learning, expanding... I don't like the idea of being like, oh, I have everything I need. This is so boring. (laughs) Um, So I think I learned through all of my decisions in my life that where I thought, okay, if I get rid of this and I get this, then I'm going to be happy. I'm finally going to be okay with myself. I'm finally going to find that peace that I've been looking for um, and then I would get it. And then be like, okay, well, I, I mean, I feel good about the decision, but I still have the same challenges. I'm still putting out my energy in different places that I shouldn't. I'm still anxious. I'm still looking for more. I'm still stressed. And then all of a sudden I realized, oh, <laughs> um, it's not about getting that thing. It's not about thinking that when I get to a certain place, I'll be happy. It's about energy output in the moment that I have currently in this life. And what I mean by that um, is not that this whole grass is greener on the other side concept is coming into play. We're not looking at someone else and comparing our lives and wanting to have that, wishing we had that. But we're looking at our life and we're saying, okay, what in my life deserves my energy what in my life gives me energy back where do i feel the most fulfilled energy transfer what sucks my energy and what doesn't deserve my energy what in my life do i just do because i have i'm a human being on this earth that has practical needs like a job that's not necessarily a hundred percent in alignment with what I want to be doing, but what do I do with my energy when I'm at that job, for example? This is just an example. Um, to protect my energy, I give a limited amount of energy, the amount of energy that I need to give, and I reserve my energy for the other things that fulfill my energy. And so this was an interesting concept for me to begin to think about because what I was doing was all of the things that I was doing and I was putting out my energy 100% into everything, investing in everything, feeling pain from everything because everything would, I would take everything personally and then feeling depleted and not knowing why I was feeling that way all the time. But now I'm in this active um, process of being very aware of where I put my energy. And beginning to set boundaries with my energy. And this is kind of a little bit of an out there concept because the idea of energy for people is new in itself. Um, I know I'm very much of the belief that we're very energetic beings, things in our life have energy, um, and even if you don't believe that crystals have energy, um, which I very much do, but everything is energetic. The trees have a certain vibration. Um, you know, the water has a different vibration. And we're energetic beings that react to these vibrations. So, energy is important to our entire life. And yet, here we are, unaware of the amount of energy we have and just spilling out energy all over the place and putting our energy into things that really don't matter and completely unaware <laughs> of what's happening. And I think one of the most important things is to find presence. And that actually was, I was thinking about what my word would be, or my theme would be for 2020. And I realized that I would really, really, really enjoy to be present. And I think motherhood is going to force presence on me because there's going to be this little being that, needs my presence and I cannot be distracted uh, because his life depends on it. Um, And I think that when we're present in the situation, taking the moment, feeling our feet on the ground, feeling our body up against either the chair or wherever we are, feeling um, and hearing and smelling what's around us, is when we can start to become aware of our energy. Okay, so that's why it's so important, and that's why you even hear in, um, uh, like cognitive behavioral, behavioral therapy. My words are very mixed these days. Pregnancy brain is very much real. So CBT therapy, it's all about coming back into the body. You know, as simple as feeling. You know, the texture of the pants you're wearing, and 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 being very aware of what is happening and then coming out of your head. Because when we're in our head and we're sitting in this storm of our mind, we are so unaware of our energy. Our energy is flying out because we're overactive in our mind and sitting in fear and sitting in doubt. So instead, when we start to come back down, we come into the body, we start to notice how we're breathing, we notice our bellies rising and falling with our breath. All of a sudden, we can realize what's happening with our energy. Our mind doesn't care about our energy. Our mind is a completely separate thing that just wants to run and uh, run amok and, and sit with fear and protect us. Um, it's a very prehistoric way of thinking. But when we drop down into the heart, when we drop down into the belly, all of a sudden we can feel. Where are we outputting our energy? So it's important practice to do, and I literally do this practice every single day. I start feeling myself getting revved up by something. Something someone has said has hurt me. Someone's energy is bothering me because they have something that I don't agree with, or maybe they're negative, Or, you know, um, maybe they have their own pain and it's coming out and it's bothering my pain. And so then we're having this weird pain dance. And then I take a second and I drop back into the body. Literally, you could do it anywhere. And I notice, oh, okay. I'm starting to use my energy here because this is bothering me and this is irritating me. Is this worth it? Because sometimes us getting a little bit, um, revved up is worth it because I'm not saying that you should constantly just be like, I'm okay. Everything is fine. I don't need to ever react. I don't even, I don't ever need to stand up for my beliefs, but you really need to be careful about what is worth it. Does this align with my energy and my growth? Is this going to be something that's going to help that other person or help me? Is this going to be something that is going to bring fulfillment for me or the other person? Very key things. Or is this some part of my fear body coming out where, or sorry, pain body coming out where I am reacting and I my mind is going. I've put that trigger on, and here I go. I'm gonna overthink this thing for the next five hours, output my energy, and then be like, "Oh, I don't know why I feel like shit," and etc. So, I am literally actively practicing that throughout the day, and I meet lots of people throughout the day, and um, people are very different than me. I like people's differences, I like to listen, I like to learn about people, I like to understand people, so for me, communication and conversation is worth my energy. What is not worth my energy is if someone says something to me, and it's completely in an innocent way, but it's somehow I've now taken it personally, and then I begin to spiral into feeling less than and then overthinking everything that is not worth my energy so i decide i'm not going to give you my energy that's not what deserves my energy and it sounds simple but it can be very hard because when we have thinking spirals it's a very visceral reaction that's happening in the body we can feel it we can feel ourselves um our hearts get heavy we can feel it in the pit of our tummies we can feel guilt. We can feel anxiousness. Our bodies begin to tense. We start to breathe uh, shorter and faster. Um, so this isn't just as simple as like, I'm good, that's, that's it. There's a whole body thing that we need to do. But guess what? Once again, we drop into the body. We take a moment and we decide. Because at the end of the day, we are the deciders of our life, we can decide, and I've proven it with myself because there were so many times when I'd be like, oh, I have to go here, I have to go to work, and it's gonna be awful, and you know, I'm gonna hate it, and I'm, I'm just gonna have to get through it, and okay, it's only eight hours, and you know, and this is gonna happen, and that person's gonna say that, and I'm gonna be tired, and I'm gonna be, and then I can go to the same place. And be like, you know what, today's going to be... And just that little switch in how my energy is and how I'm talking to myself can literally change my day. And once again, that is energy output. Because I'm making the decision to not put my energy into thinking all of those things that half the time aren't even true. And if they are, they're going to happen anyway. So me getting upset about them is not going to help the situation instead i'm going to put my energy into the things that i do like about going to this place so this is circling back to um you know i think when i initially made some big decisions in my life and i was like reading eat pray love and i was thinking oh like you know it's such a beautiful thing to think about leaving your whole life and running off and you know i was going to be a yoga instructor who like that was just what i did and and as, as much as that is a beautiful concept and I encourage that in every way, I think there also needs to be in place ways to cope and not only cope, but ways to exercise mindfulness, energy output, self-love, self-care in your current situation. Because for some people, we can't leave the current situation that we're in right this moment. doesn't mean that we never will be able to. But for right now, we have commitments, you know, we have people that are counting on us, we have mouths to feed or whatever. Um, but I think not thinking, well, we're just screwed until I can run off and be a hippie in Bali and teach yoga. How about where can I put my energy so that I can still find some fulfillment in the similar way that I would doing something like that? And then all of a sudden, when you start to think like that, when you start to practice, and this is why the idea of practice is so important. You know, when we talk about yoga practice, meditation practice, we're practicing. We're not excellent at it. but We're going into the mode of practice. We're trying something new, and I think there's so much beauty in that. And to me, that gives me fulfillment. So there we go again energy fulfillment energy output that's where i'm putting my my energy um and then it all kind of just starts to spiral together and all of a sudden you're living this life where you can find those moments of fulfillment you're looking for in the life that you currently have just as it is you can find those times where you feel so filled up because you you've reserved your energy for something that you love so I think it's really an important concept um, to think about and especially when we start the new year um, you know there's so many new year's resolutions and you know new year, new me and you know I get worried when I start to hear those things because I think it is I think the concept of a new year is great Mentally, because I think the monotony of having things be the same every day can be very hard for us. And I think the idea of turning a new chapter over is a really beautiful thing, because it allows us to feel like we're moving forward. And if we had a really painful past year, it's like, okay, it's time to move forward. And it's a feeling of change, and we like that. That's why we like seasons, that's why we like holidays. It's because like, we like to have that, you know, moving forward feeling as humans. But what I don't love is when we all of a sudden feel like we need to have this new us and that we need to obtain all these new things um that is outside of what we are um because we think it's going to make us so much happier. Um so I think having um goals and outlines of things we'd like to bring into 2020 is really important and really beautiful. Um, but I think getting away from the concepts of what, you know, we think we're supposed to be doing, we need to get rid of, like losing 10 pounds and, you know, things that maybe, again, this is energy output, you know, maybe for you working towards better fitness is a goal. And I think that's a beautiful goal. Fitness helps me in so many ways feel better. But maybe that's the goal, not the losing the 10 pounds thing, but it's incorporating some sort of movement into my new year so that I can fill myself back up again. You know what I mean? And I think, I think that's so important. Um, using our words very delicately and realizing like what we're doing to ourselves because, you know, we put down, we need to lose 10 pounds and then, We don't lose 10 pounds, then we feel guilty, then we're spending our energy on feeling guilty, then we eat some more. So It's like this whole negative process, you know? And, you know, really, it all just comes back down to love and compassion for yourself, you know, which I've talked about in many episodes. And I think that's so important. And um, I think it's important to be aware of the people in our lives, including ourselves, who is sucking from our energy. They call them energy vampires. Um, you know, is there somebody in our life who we are giving too much energy to and all they're doing is taking, taking, taking from us? Or maybe they're being extremely negative around us. Or maybe they're aware of how much of a giving loving person we are and they're they're taking because they're so depleted in their energy because they've been on a negative spiral putting their energy into that they need to take some of our energy. So it's important to once again set boundaries. And for me, I like to visualize everything that I do. So I always have a physical boundary that I think about, if someone is energy is really taking from me and I feel like I need to support my energy output, then I don't invest in the same way that I would before. I don't need to invest in everyone and every situation in the same way. It doesn't need to happen. So, you know, becoming very aware of your relationships, your interactions with other people, you know, what's happening there. Uh, very important, very, very important, and setting boundaries. It's not to say that you can't be around that person ever again, or you cut that person right out. I mean, for some situations, that might be very well the case, but for some people, it's about being real with, again, your values and your energy output, and telling them, I can't do that for you. This conversation makes me uncomfortable. When you say this to me, I don't feel good and I don't like that and it's very important to protect your energy and sometimes we need to get real with people and I know that can be very hard it's very hard for me but again it's a practice that I'm trying to bring in um, because it's so important to me to support my energy and to support my presence in this in the moment that I'm in because again if we're thinking about that person and what they've just done and what they've just said, we're out of the current moment that we are in. So presence is key. Thinking about energy vampires, thinking about the people in our life. And sometimes there's even situations where we are energy vampires to ourselves. So where are we sucking from ourselves that we don't need to? Where are we sitting with overthinking or putting out energy because we feel like we have to do this? You know, never good for energy output. And it's also very important to think about the body. So as I was talking about how we kind of drop back into our body, and that's what brings us back into the present moment, our body is telling us so much about our energy. And when we're really engaged in something... That we find it fulfilling or we are we love, our body changes. And we almost go into a meditative state without even realizing it because we're so involved in what we're doing and we're so fulfilled by it. And when our body doesn't like something, they'll say that we literally lean away from what we don't like and we lean towards what we do like. So our body is telling us, sending us all these little signs. You know, when we're using up our energy, people have more skin reactions. So have digestion issues. Um, Digestion issues are strongly connected to mental health issues. They're saying that we have the second brain in our bellies. So if we think that this is all just some practice that we're doing in our mind, think again. This is a physical practice in both the physical body, in mindfulness, and really connecting both. So that's another thing that I like to do. I notice what's happening with my physical body when something I'm not sure about is happening or when I'm deciding what deserves my energy. Notice what's happening with your body. Do you feel depleted? Are you almost crouching over? Or are you standing tall? Are your shoulders kind of back and your heart's drawing forward? Is there a proudness there in what you're doing and what you're saying? Or are you retreating and fearful? And then you can feel yourself sort of curl under. You know, is the breath changing? Is the breath short? Are you getting heated? Or are we sitting in a nice, peaceful, lengthy breath where we're really breathing deeply into the belly? We can feel out our energy boundaries. You know when things aren't right there are visceral reactions happening in our bodies when we have that gut reaction. You know, we have our chakras, our seven chakras throughout the body. And in our belly and in through our hips, we have our root chakra, our solar, our sacral chakra, and our solar plexus. And these are all responsible um, for our grounding, for our Um, emotions and for our inner fire so these are all being and even if chakras aren't your thing these are being little ignited little things that happen in our body where we feel things so notice our hips sore our our tummies getting tight are we feeling sick are we feeling a pit in our tummy these are all all these little markers in our in our bodies telling us where to go and what to do you know, and then we move up to our heart chakra, center of our chest, our like bridge between our physical chakras below and our more spiritual uh, chakras above, and we have the heart chakra, who's telling us how we feel and also exposing our pain. Um, so again, we can feel things with our chest clenching up. We get back pain when our heart chakra is off balance. We don't have that support. Um, you know, our throat—we maybe feel tight when our throat chakra is is off, and we're not speaking our truth or we're communicating poorly to ourselves. So it's all—it's all there. Um, so for feeling like we don't really know, our body is trying to tell us all about what it likes and what it doesn't like. Like I said, apparently we lean towards what we like and we lean away from what we don't like. Even our toes apparently point towards what we like. So I find it fascinating um, that our physical body is so much at play as well. Um, So again, becoming aware of all of these things. Because if we're just living our life, as most people do, we don't even think about what our body's doing. It's just our body. It's just there. Everything else is coming from the mind. But if we take 30 seconds and start to think about what our body is telling us, where are we sore? Where are we heavy energetically? You know, what do we feel? That is going to give us our answer right there. And um, I think it's really important to honor those feelings in your body and to not ignore your body. To me, that's all part of self-care. You know, taking the time to really see what feels not see but feel what feels right and what doesn't and why does it not feel right explore that because sometimes that's a little more complicated as well maybe there's something that we need to deal with there in ourselves so um this is kind of my idea on energy output and I like to practice it because I think it's a form of self-care because not only does it protect us and help us and help us heal and grow um, I think it gets us in more of alignment with where we'd like to focus and move forward and move toward Um, And it helps us grow spiritually as well when we're not so invested in what everyone's saying and doing and taking things personally and comparing ourselves to everyone else. Um, And we're dealing with what is happening in our life and in our moment in our body, um, which I think is so important. Um, Yeah, so I wanted to end today's episode um, with just a little practice that I've done for myself, um, and and you don't have to do this if this isn't what works for you, um, but I just like to really get real with myself. I'm someone who likes to write things down. Um, I find that the practice of writing, just like the idea of like coming into your body and feeling what's around you, is a very um, practical way of putting your emotions to paper. Um, So that might not be your thing, um, but I do do suggest it. So before we write a few things down, I'm just going to get you, if you can, if you're in a place that you can close your eyes. And if you can't, you can always come back and redo this when you are in a place where you can. So find a comfortable seat, or maybe sit where you are right now and close your eyes. And then just begin to notice what's happening with your breath. Now noticing if your inhales are shallow, if your exhales are short. And as you do so, beginning to find expansion through your inhales and through your exhales. I'd like you to feel the soles of your feet on the ground or wherever they are. What are they touching? Feel yourself grounded and rooted in the earth. Feel your shoulders release away from your ears. Begin to feel a softness through your body and in through your face. finding a softness in your jaw and the space between your eyebrows and notice your belly as it rises and falls. I'd like you to just take a moment of simply feeling each inhale and exhale. coming in and out of your belly. Maybe even bring your hands onto your belly. Maybe you bring your right hand onto your belly and your left hand onto your heart and feel that physical connection. Maybe you even feel energy in your palms. How is your body feeling? How do you feel now that you've taken this minute to just breathe and to be here in the physical present moment take a nice big inhale breath through the nose And then slowly out the mouth. And again, inhaling in. Maybe hold, and then slowly out. One more time, holding as we take an inhale in. Holding, and slowly. Releasing out. And beginning to just quietly blink open your eyes if you have your eyes closed. Starting to come back into the space. Maybe even starting to wiggle your toes and your fingers. Maybe even roll your neck a few times, creating a few circles with your head. Maybe even draw the shoulders up to the ears. Whatever feels good. Just take a few little movements. And back to a normal, natural breath. Notice how your body feels now. Maybe there was something that you were holding before that has changed or shifted. Maybe you're a little bit clearer, calmer. Just notice what's happening. So as you do so to begin to notice what's going on with your body. You can take your pen and paper. And you can begin to ask yourself what takes away my energy? Maybe it's sitting in fear. Maybe it's comparison, maybe it's jealousy, maybe it's resentment, maybe it's a specific thing or person, maybe it's an action that you do, whatever it is, what comes to mind? And maybe we can ask ourselves, what can we actively give less to? So what can we what is it that we've just written down that we can give us to? What is not fulfilling us? That's taking our energy. Are we deciding the things that take away our energy that we don't really need to be giving energy to anymore. And then I'd like you to ask yourself, what fills you up? What gives you peace? What makes you feel smiley and happy? Maybe what stirs that inner child? What makes you feel good? It can be really simple. It can be as simple as reading a book. For me, it's teaching yoga and being in a place where I can sit with a person in a really special energetic way where I'm sharing and having conversation, where I'm learning? What is it that fills you up? And maybe you're in a place where you're not experiencing that. Maybe there's some stuff that you need to start bringing in that you can find fulfillment from, that you need to give your energy to. Maybe we need to get real. Maybe our energy is going all to negative or maybe our energy is getting completely sucked away. So what can we give our energy more to? Maybe it's that thing that we just mentioned. Maybe it's taking time for self-care. Maybe it's the practice of energy output. What can we what can we can begin to invite in for our 2020? What is our resolution in this way that we can bring in, that we're going to start to bring in some more of? Maybe it's just the positive talk, self-care, self-love talk, that we're going to try to find one thing every day that we love about ourselves, that we're grateful for. Maybe there's something that we need to commit to. Maybe it's 10 minutes every day of movement that feels good for our body. Not because we want to lose 10 pounds, but because it fills us up. Maybe it's 10 minutes without our cell phones with our partner. You know, it can be really simple. And now you have... It written down in physical form now that you've taken the time to drop into the body and to do a little practice like this you know for some people it works to keep a journal of what they are doing what they're releasing so whatever comes to you but now you kind of have it outlined what is the energy you'd like to bring in for 2020 Maybe there's a word, maybe there's a color, maybe there's something specific. How can we get a little more serious about our energy output so that we can help ourselves, heal ourselves, and love ourselves a little more? There's a lot of beauty in that. Thank you all for listening once again and for continuing to listen. I feel really lucky um, to have anyone listen <laughs> and to give me beautiful feedback like I've been receiving, and I really appreciate it. Um, this is part of my fulfillment and part of my self care and part of the energy I like to output that feels right for me. So I'm very appreciative. Love and light as always, and until next Monday, thanks so much. Namaste.